Hey everyone, and welcome to Off the Record, a show where we talk candidly on practical advice and provide insight on issues across the criminal law landscape. As counsel for the defense, we speak from a position of authority, giving you, our audience, the expert knowledge that you deserve. You'll hear from a variety of hosts with their unique experiences for our discussions, giving you the opportunity to learn something new and with a different point of view. Let's get into it. Hi, my name's Tyler Templeton. I'm a case manager with Imhoff and Associates. We're a criminal defense firm. Hoping to talk to you guys a little bit today about DUIs and specifically how they end up on your record, how long they're going to be there for, what it might look like, and just what you should know when you're facing a DUI and the impact that it could have on your record. There's two big things. You got two records is what you got to think of with a DUI. First one is the records of the DMV keeps, but then you got a course of criminal records. Those aren't always the same. You could have less records from the criminal case, but the DMV still holding on to just about everything. Even if your criminal case was dismissed, DMV will still have record of it. So that's the first big important thing is understand you got two records you got to worry about. And uh, as far as your criminal record, it's almost always going to be there. DUIs are notoriously difficult to to either seal or expunge which those are basically just two ways of saying either erase or cover up your record so that certain people can't access it but with the dui there's very few exceptions or states where you are able to get record relief and then the other important thing is that with all these records it's different state by state so in each state you're going to have the dmv versus the criminal record and then of course you're going to have to deal with okay how does each state hold on to those so some states the dmv or or whatever agency deals with driver's licenses they could keep those records and consider them as long as you're a licensed driver in the state so they'll never go away some dmvs will stop considering them after 10 years or so so it's just one of those things you have to be aware of when whenever you're trying to get a license in a certain state or registering a car there if you do have a DMV on your record, you got to know how long it's going to be there for. All right. So I talked about the criminal record versus the DMV. I'm, I'm going to talk about the criminal record a little bit more here, because again, that's the one that you'd like to get rid of, but oftentimes you can't. There's a lot of states where you are able to seal and expunge misdemeanor convictions, sometimes even felony convictions, but with the DMV, for whatever reason, a lot of legislatures, they make an exception to to keep you from being able to get record relief there. It's public policy. It could be just public sentiment for drunk driving that they want to keep it there. They don't want folks to, to be able to pretend like those never happened. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but for whatever reason, that's a particular charge that is difficult to get record relief on. Although there, there are some states where especially if it's a first time DUI, you could have a chance, depending on, on what happens in court. There, there are some states will have a first time DUI program and those usually will give you some sort of record relief at the end or change it to a reckless driving. Some other charge other than a DUI that typically you are able to, to get record relief. And then as far as the DMV is concerned, having it on the record, they're going to keep it, but they're not always going to be looking at it or sharing it with folks. So if it's on your DMV driving record, not, not as many people, potential employers, landlords, the folks that you don't want seeing that sort of thing, they're mostly not going to be looking for those. So that's the good news 
about the DMV records. And the other thing is, again, the DMV will essentially stop holding those records in certain states after certain periods of time. So it's not as permanent as the criminal record from a DUI. Another thing that it's not necessarily about your record with the DUI, but but it is the way that, that the DMV in each state will treat a DUI or what they can do to your license if you're just charged with one. You don't need to be convicted of a DUI for the DMV to, to start giving you administrative penalties for either refusing a breath test or blowing above a .08. And you can even end up having the DUI dismissed, but because you blew above a .08, the DMV is, is still going to suspend your license and that'll be on there. So that, that is another thing to, to consider. They're going to act separately as far as the penalties go, not just the record keeping. And they share information with one another. Now, sometimes you can, you can have a license in Florida, but get a DUI over Kansas. And then next thing, a few weeks later, you're getting a, a letter from the DMV in Florida or the, the Department of Motor Vehicles in Florida saying that they're they're going to impose administrative penalties. That's possible too. So you gotta, it's not just the state where you were charged with the DUI, but it's also the state that's holding your license. But at the same time, I've seen cases where the information doesn't get sent from one state to another, even though technically it was supposed to, according to the interstate driver's license compact, it doesn't always happen. Just because the law is there doesn't mean that, that there's the folks who are tasked with carrying it out are actually doing it. And yeah, that, that's the other thing about record keeping in general. It Sometimes the record should be there and they're not, or sometimes they're kept when they shouldn't have been. And so there is always the human error with record keeping and exchanging information between DMVs and the court system. So yeah, with DUIs, for whatever reason, it, it's a bifurcated process. And you got the criminal case, and then you got the administrative agency that deals with driver's licenses and they're, they're just treated separately. There are a couple of states that don't do that, which in my opinion is a lot better and just makes it simpler. Everything is taken care of in the criminal court. And then it's not the administrative agency will act based on what happened in the criminal court. The two states that come to mind that, that operate like that are Pennsylvania and, and West Virginia. And yeah, there there's no summary suspension for just being charged. And there I would imagine that the records are going to be more in line with one another. The administrative agency isn't going to start keeping their records likely until the court has finalized it all. That's another thing to keep in mind. There's two arenas every time you get a DUI. You got to deal with the court in the criminal system, and then also the administrative side. The biggest thing to to remember is you got to know who you're dealing with when you get one of these DUI charges. Which state are you in, and which laws are going to apply, and then which state are you? Do you have your driver's license? And then from there, you'll be able to track where the records are going to go. And that's the other thing. You always got to go to the source if you are going to find the record or try to seal or expunge the record just because you got your Florida resident, but you get a DUI in, in California, you got to go to the California courts in order to get some sort of record relief. But then on, on the other end, if you're licensed in Florida, that DUI is going to be on your driver's history from the Florida administrative agency. So yeah, you always got to keep that in mind. The two separate arenas that where these records are going to be housed. And, and it's tough. You, you can say it all you want, but the easiest way to 
keep this from your being on your record is to not get one but you just about anybody can get charged with the dui and even people who aren't drunk sometimes the police they get it wrong out in the field and yeah it is unfortunate if you get one on your record and especially in like that last example if you end up being innocent but it is something to consider and also while if you are faced with the dui charge think about what's going to happen with your record is because that's the part of a criminal case that never goes away being on probation having to take some classes even a night in jail that's going to come and go but yeah your record is going to stay so if you are faced with the dui charge make sure you're talking with your attorney about what it's going to look like once the case is over what's going to be left and what are people going to be able to see when they do a background check so that should do it for the dui and in our next episode, it's going to be our general counsel, Shannon Dorval. She's going to be talking about your rights and what to do when you're pulled over for a suspected DUI. So she'll be getting into to some more of the nitty-gritty details of what to do in the moment if you are faced with that situation. So yeah, it was great talking to you guys today, and I hope this helped and pointed some people in the right direction, and I'll talk to you all next time. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Off the Record. Don't forget to share and also subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Want to ask a question on a future episode? We'd love to hear from you. So email us at offtherecordpodcast at criminalattorney.com. Follow us on Instagram at Imhoff Associates or send us a tweet at Criminal News. Until next time, the defense rests.